the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Bruce Hooley Show on the answer, Veterans Day. I got to tweet out my favorite picture of my father on Veterans Day. It's from when he was uh, serving with the U.S. Army in Pisa, Italy, Leaning Tower of Pisa in World War II. And he's standing by the Pisa sign the, on the edge of town. Welcome to Pisa. Go slow, see our town. Go fast, see our jail. So I will tweet that picture out. Are you jealous of my hat, Alan, that I was talking about that uh, my friend Jason Beardsley sent me? I am. From uh, the good people at Millspin. They're veterans, by the way. That was the cool thing when Jason was in town with, um, oh, I don't know, how, it was maybe a year ago. And I'm in this room, <laughs> I'm in this room with these people who have Bronze Star, Medal of Valor. And I'm like, what am I doing here? What am I doing speaking here? Like, I don't, don't hear me. Like, listen to these people. People who had lost limbs, started businesses, they're skiing, they're biking. Adaptive Sports Connection Columbus. Amazing. Amazing. So if you guys want to support that, I'll put the site. uh, K-O-P-D-L, Know Our Past, Defend Liberty, on our Facebook page. Is that metal? That's metal. The flag on the front of this hat is metal. And you can change it out with, uh, with another flag. Yeah, it's really cool. And they make all kinds of stuff. So I want to hear from you veterans. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. We got plenty of days to get into political drama and the lack of count vote counting and where our country's headed and this, that, and the other. Thankfully, we don't have any real super pressing matters with our schools because I'm always going to prioritize protecting our kids in schools. But this day is for you. My father served in the U.S. Army. I can share with you later the things that he learned that he shared with me that I feel like made me better, even though I'm not a veteran. But you guys are veterans, you guys and gals, and I want to hear from you. John in Columbus is first today. Hi, John. Welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Oh, sorry, John. I didn't hit the button. Now you're on, John. Welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Yes, thank you for taking my call. Uh, You and I actually met a few weeks ago talking on the phone. Uh, My man, John. Does your last name start with S, John? It absolutely does. John, I'm so sorry about your beautiful wife, and she passed, and I shared the prayer concern here on the show, and um, I, I I can't imagine your loss, but uh, I know you loved her deeply. I know she loved you deeply. I know you served her amazingly well, and um, I'd love to know what's on your heart today. And I appreciate all that, Bruce. I really do. I just want to call call in and just make a kind of a stream of consciousness thought or two uh, about my serving. First of all, uh, it's always bothered me that uh, there's a lot of feeling that, that it was a waste of time and loss of lives to go into Vietnam. 
And I, I have, I guess, a minority opinion on that. First of all, the loss of life, of course, was, mm-hmm. uh, was horrible. Uh, it is a part of war, but I felt that it, I still feel it was very important for the United States to be there to stop communism. And, and I guess you can say I'm a believer in the old domino theory mm-hmm. that if we had not been in Vietnam, I think, uh, uh, uh Communism would have moved right in immediately to uh, Cambodia and Laos, uh, maybe even Taiwan, and we don't know what else from there. So I do, I guess I want to feel that my service was uh, important. It, being a part of, it was, uh, and every Vietnam vet there. I hope by now knows that their service was important, John. And uh, I guess another thing came comes to my mind as I think about this day, uh, uh, my heart was so uh, heavy the day I got on uh, the Freedom Bird, we called it, the uh, airplane that took me home from Vietnam, because uh, I sat there next to my best buddy, and uh, we were alive and well. And um, I actually saw um, a body bag loaded into the uh, plane, and I think I think that started my uh, uh, survivor's remorse feeling of mm-hmm. uh, well, some 58,000 never came home, uh, and uh, that's been heavy on my heart over the years. Uh, and the other thing I, I would like to mention, if I could, Bruce, is uh, certainly I went through the uh, feelings of, of being unappreciated for so many years, and uh, I'd say a good 30 years. I just never talked at all about having served. And uh, finally, uh, 9-11, I think, is what changed that for me. It, it kind of put a chip on my shoulder. And, and at that point, uh, said I, I served and almost dared someone to tell me that was a bad thing. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, that's when the country changed on that. And... Um, <clears throat> Uh, a final thing I would say to any veteran uh, that served during time of war, and particularly if you did serve uh, during Vietnam, where you had such a feeling of lack of appreciation, I, I was fortunate enough to go on the honor flight this uh, sept- September 8th of this year, and uh, it's it was uh, just beyond fantastic, and uh, the the entire experience. But including right at the end, getting into the airports when we got back and having uh, probably a couple thousand people lined up and cheering and thanking us. It was finally that that welcome home that um, most of us never felt. You shared that with me when we spoke a couple weeks ago, and I was deeply touched by that. And um, I can't apologize enough. America can't apologize enough for the way we received our Vietnam veterans when you came home. Um, my little tiny hometown in western Ohio, um, one of the men, uh, uh, an Air Force pilot, never came home. Um, he never came home in any way, shape, or form until just a few years ago when his remains were identified. His family never got any closure. Uh, I'm so glad, John, that um, you have uh, written a book about your experiences um, and I got to tell everybody, um, John continues to serve. 
He is past retirement age. He went back to school, got educated to be a counselor, and he now works uh, in counseling to help people get past uh, their difficult life experiences. So, John, you're the epitome of an American serviceman as a military member and as uh, a follower of Christ. And so it's a privilege for me to know you, and I'm so glad you called today and shared your experiences with us here on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for giving me the time to express my thoughts. You bet. I really appreciate it. I'll be in touch, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wow. Um, I remember John well. Some people you talk to stay with you. And uh, he reminded me so much of my dad. So that's what I want to hear. I want to hear from all you veterans today because I know the military changed you. And I believe it changed you for the better. And I believe that it changed people who you love and who you led and who you parented and who worked for you, I believe that the the experience of being a veteran is like the proverbial uh, pebble thrown in the pond. I believe there are ripples to it. Uh, look, my dad was a, a disciplinarian. He's a military guy, okay? I didn't love that when I was younger. I'm so glad I have it now. I'm so glad my father instilled discipline in me, respect for authority. The value of hard work, the value of doing a job right. I have a vivid memory of my father. At the end of every Saturday in the summertime, he would work outside all day, trimming bushes, uh, mowing the lawn, trimming trees. The three boys would help him. And invariably at the end of the day, I would catch my father out uh, in the street looking at our property. The first house he was ever able to buy, he was able to buy in 1968 at the age of 42, at the age of 42, his first house he ever owned. He took exceeding care with that property. And I asked him one time, like, why do you go out and look at the yard every day? And he said, or every every Saturday, and he's like, it's because I want to appreciate the work that we've done, not how the property looked. He didn't say, I want to appreciate how beautiful the property looks. He said, I want to appreciate the work that we have done. I think that was built into him, sure, by his parents, but also by the um, service that he gave to his country. And he thankfully passed it on to me. So I've placed on Twitter the link to Know Our Past, Defend Liberty, the merchandise that we talked about with Jason Beardsley, uh, who joined us to talk about Veterans Day in the first segment. I'd love to hear from more of you veterans. The floor is open if you would like to tell me about your experiences in the military, 844-TALK-989, the lessons you learned, uh, things you struggled with, um, the impact it made on your life. Uh, I would love to hear from you, 844-TALK-989, 844 Talk 989. Uh, yeah, I grew up in the Vietnam era, and John, who called the show, um, kind of personified the reception that those veterans got. Like right now, it's it's uh, de rigueur to go up to somebody and say, thank you for your service. See somebody in uniform, you buy them a cup of coffee, you buy them lunch, all this stuff. Alan, you're of my generation, uh, so people think it's not just me. Like very different response from veterans who went to Vietnam and came back from Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was ugly. 
you know, they were called horrible names because the, it was the killer. anti anti war movement and all this kind of stuff. Jane Fonda, and yeah, it was yeah. We had you know treasonous American celebrities going after him and all that. And look, here's the thing: a lot of people just love their country, and they have a duty they feel when they're drafted to serve, and so they're not going to get into questioning the worth of a military endeavor if your government says go back in it. Now it's very common. Oh, government says it's got to not be true they've got to be lying to me they got to be gaming me whatever we were not that partisan not not close to being that partisan in the 60s and 70s and it was like well if, if our government tells us and it, it's got to be right because we are all americans and we are united and we lost that shortly in the aftermath of 9-11 we we haven't had it since i don't know we'll ever get it back i don't know that we'll ever get it back uh, and I'm guilty of that, too. I look at the administration now. I see some of the policies that they're endorsing. I I don't root for their success. It's not that I don't want America to be successful. It's that I just believe that people who have detached themselves from the authority of God and who have committed themselves to, as the Bible says, the perverseness of evil, why would they be blessed like our nation has been blessed down through its history by God? Why would they be? Why would God bless that? I don't believe he is blessing that, and I believe that unless we turn around and revival takes place in our country, we are heading down a road soon that could see what in the past has been considered our impregnable military might. Never lost a war, right? We always heard that. Never lost a war. Well, I'm not sure we won the Afghan war. Not the way we got out. Okay? I mean, we didn't win the Vietnam war. And our military has been sliding. You see generals in front of Congress saying things that you can't imagine. I mentioned Jason's piece, Jason Beardsley, who joined us in segments one and two. His piece in Fox News talks about, and you've seen this too, it's not just Jason pointing it out, it's other people pointing it out, the military concerned with using the proper pronouns, right? We've got a military now where if you're a transgender woman, a biological man, You are allowed to live in women's barracks, shower in women's showers. That is the position of the Biden administration. I don't believe God blesses that position. And so if our military engages with the Chinese military over some aggression in Taiwan, and I absolutely unequivocally believe the Chinese are going to move on Taiwan during this term of Joe Biden's presidency, I have no doubt about that, because why wouldn't you? Approach it from the position of Xi Jinping. Do you want to wait until Ron DeSantis is president? Or I don't think this will ever happen again, but if it would, Donald Trump is president. Do you want to wait and take your chances with an America led by... Ron DeSantis is a veteran, by the way. A naval veteran. Ron DeSantis will have a much better view of the military, its utility, and its necessity than Joe Biden does. And the Democrats do. So I absolutely think we're going to be engaged in an aggressive, to respond to an aggressive act by China in Taiwan. And I don't think our Navy, as Jason articulated, is equipped to handle that. So we will see. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Tom in Mount Gilead is next. Tom, you served in the military? Yes, I was in the Air Force from 1986 to uh, 2014. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your and service. 
Thank you. And thank you for what you're doing for the veterans today. And you'd mentioned your father being a veteran. My father was a veteran. Uh, he was in the Army, 82nd Airborne. I was in the Air Force for uh, 28 years. I will say that my most satisfying moment actually was when I was in the Honor Guard in the military uh, when I was a second lieutenant. And it's what it was called was an additional duty. Uh, it was kind of like a duty that you did outside your normal uh, job that mm -hmm. you did in, in the military. And I know all veterans know what an additional duty is. Anyway, uh, I uh, was in the Honor Guard, and uh, what a great honor that was to have, uh, you know, a lasting memory of the surviving member. Uh, you know, I, had, I was the officer in charge, so I handed them the flag. And, you know, I, you're not supposed to show emotion, and I really didn't. But, you know, there were some spouses that, you know, wanted to hold my hand for a long time, and there were others that, you know, did not, you know, they just, you know, I handed them the flag, and, and that was it, and I had to salute the flag and and um i just as i reflect back and i was telling my wife here what a great honor and great service that was well i want to tell you because you brought that up tom i mean i can only imagine uh the feeling you got from doing that one of the greatest lessons my father ever taught me was a lesson he learned in the military and you said you were doing an extra duty you didn't have to do it my father shared with me one time he said it's really smart to volunteer your services sometimes because if you don't ever volunteer your services in the military, you will be vol volunteered for something that you don't want to do. So you better That's pick right. you better pick something that you don't <laughs> mind doing or that you like doing and do it, even if it's an inconvenience. Because believe me, they'll come looking for you if you're the guy who never volunteers. That's exactly right. And and again, Bruce, thank you very much for your uh, for your touting the veterans and and for you know for. Uh, your radio program dedicated to veterans today. Thank you again. Thank you, Tom. Thank you so much. We wouldn't be the country we are. Everything we have in this country that is good, everything that we have had in our country that is good, we got because of brave men and later brave women who laid aside their own personal safety and took on great personal peril to preserve and obtain it for our country. There is no America without winning the Revolutionary War, without winning the War of 1812, without winning or helping to win World War I and World War II and the Korean War. There is no America like it has been without that kind of sacrifice. And so for... Our president and the president that he served as vice president to diminish our military is not only an egregious mistake, but such a disrespectful way to ignore the bravery and valor of those who gave us everything that we enjoy here, that other countries envy deeply three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.